there. Welcome back. And if you're tuning in, I'm so glad that you're here. And if you're new, welcome. I'm glad you decided to stop by and check this out. Woohoo! We made it through the first week of 2024. How are you feeling about it? I know we just barely are tipping our toe in, but I'm, I'm feeling pretty good about it. I hope you are too. Are you ready to start this year off running? It feels like we're already just bolting right out the gate and and I'm not mad about that. I you know, I I'm feeling a little bit more energized and ready to take on 2024. I know for myself, I've already put into place some pretty big goals for myself and one of those goals is in the area of personal growth. The way I look at it is if you're not personally growing, then how can anything or anyone in your life grow? Which is why I thought we'd talk about that today. But before we do, let me introduce myself and give you a little bit of heads up of who I am. My name is Dr. Kelly Ray, and I am a mindset coach counselor, notably known as the inner critic tamer. I am beyond passionate about helping others just like you and me who have gone through some things that we don't like to necessarily talk about, but we do because we want to get better. We want to do better. We want better for ourselves, our relationships, our our health, wealth, happiness, all of that. I'm obsessed with teaching others how to tame their inner critic, undo some of maybe that childhood conditioning or maybe undo some things that have happened along your journey that have kind of tripped you up, stumped you over and keeping you from living the vibrant life that you are designed to live. And I help you heal from that so that you can go and just shine like the vibrant beacon that you are. And during this particular episode, we're going to talk about how to develop personal growth plans that actually work. There's so many things out there, and some of them are very good, and some of them are, you know, not something that I would share with my clients. But what I can tell you is starting off with a plan is great. And I think it's viable for giving you a roadmap to where it is that you are and where you want to go. I also think that unless or until you put that plan into actionable measures, then it's just another piece of paper where you wrote your dreams, your hopes, your desires down. I want more for you for that. So we are going to get out pen and paper here and take notes or whatever. But I want you to know that like any other goal, personal growth is just as important as, you know, getting your certificate in something that you want to do or going to the gym or, uh, you know, losing weight, whatever it is, there's, you have to be attached to all of those things. Personal growth is one of our deepest human needs. When we don't commit to a personal growth plan, we stay stagnant or we become trapped in our limiting beliefs. We thwart our opportunities to meet new people, try new things, have new experiences, essentially end up in our own version of Bill Murray's movie Groundhog Day. Just, you know, same thing. What are you doing? Nothing. Anything new? No. I mean, that's kind of what we hear when we start having 
adult conversations, right? I mean, I don't know how many times you go connect with somebody you haven't seen in a while. Hey, how you doing? Good. What's new? Nothing. What have you been up to? Not much. I mean, there, there's more to that, right? More than just hoping that we can one day retire and then what? Is there a plan at retirement or is it just, hey, I'm going to stop working now and live off the land? I don't know about you, but I'm one of those people who I like to think that there's so much more to life than just that, which is why I love working and doing personal growth and get super excited about sharing it. So here's the deal. You can't just say you want to grow and leave it at that. We need to set clear goals we, so that you can create an effective personal growth plan and then act on it again. Have a plan, but you got to take action on it. I mean, seriously, wouldn't it be nice to just twitch your nose like Samantha from Bewitched and magically grow by leaps and bounds emotionally, spiritually, intellectually? Of course it would. But the reality is we wouldn't really learn much about ourselves if it just happened in lieu of you actually making it happen. There's something about the in-between space of where you are and where you want to go that is the actual catalyst to your earnest growth. One of the things I've heard Tony Robbins say so many times is rewards come in action, not in discussion. I mean, how many times have you heard somebody say they're going to do something and yet never follow through with it? It's like, my mom used to say proof is in the pudding. You know, you got you to gotta make the pudding for it to be pudding. You can't just talk about the ingredients and hope that it's going to be all right. You got to do something with it. So let's talk about how to create a personal growth and development plan. Number one is identify what you really want for your personal growth. The first step in developing a personal growth plan is thinking about what you really want. Ask yourself these questions. What are the results you crave? What is the ultimate desired outcome for your pursuit? You need to clarify what you want. It's all part of the plan. It's all part of the plan, man. Do you want to get promoted at work? Strengthen your romantic relationships. Maybe enter into a healthy relationship. Do you want to feel stronger and healthier? Do you want to improve the quality of your relationship with your money? Whatever your personal growth is, name it. Claim it as yours. Once you have a clear outcome in mind, think about your reasons behind this goal. At first glance, you might think it's just because you want to feel better about yourself or find ways to build yourself up. These are all important factors, but to really take your growth to the next level, you have to dig a little deeper, which then brings me to number two, discover the deeper why. To understand how to continue your personal growth, you need to challenge yourself to think of a larger why. Do you want a promotion so you can better provide for your family? 
Will a stronger romantic relationship lead to greater happiness and productivity in your life? Does being in better shape allow you to connect with other people, travel to see family, be more mobile, have more energy to do the things you truly love? By recognizing that you're driven by factors larger than yourself, you'll feel more encouraged to take on the task at hand and really commit to your personal growth. Your reasons need to be clear and compelling and they need to help you focus on what achieving your personal growth will mean to your way of life. When you do this, you stop pushing yourself towards a goal. You start actually taking and doing the things that you want to be and feel and, and have in your life. Instead, you're pulled towards the goal with passion in short, how will that make you feel? Look, goals are great. I think they're important. They're guideposts. But our feelings are actually what drive us to or away from the things that we want. Think of them as fuel. Where do you want your fuel to be used? Serving your growth or hindering it? Number three. Pinpoint obstacles in your personal growth. This is where you take a look at what's getting in your way. Many people see challenges as obstacles that are keeping them from following their personal growth when they're actually opportunities. Look, everything is about how we look at things, how we feel about things. Take a look at what you perceive as roadblocks on your path and see how you can remove them or reframe them and use them to get closer to your objectives. It's easy to believe that not having an advanced degree in your industry is a roadblock. But when you're really honest with yourself, Perhaps there are more insidious obstacles in your way. Maybe you just don't have passion for your industry. This challenge is actually encouraging you to take a different path and explore a career that means more to you. You don't have to choose between passion and profitability. When you follow your calling, you can truly have both. Number four. Get the tools and coaching you need. It's okay to ask for help. Acknowledging that you can't create a personal growth plan all on your own is not failure. Heck, you're actually perhaps maybe even too close to it. So you sometimes need a, another party to give you more of a broad's eye view, kind of pull you back a little bit to look at it a little bit more objectively to see the whole plan. Many of the world's most successful people turn to external tools and strategies when they embark on their path to personal growth. It's not just a business thing that people, successful people look towards, they use this for their own personal goals because they go hand in hand, right? Check out the best personal growth books, you know, at your library, certainly on Amazon, 
there's even podcasts all over the place. Find one that resonates with you. Of course, I want you to be here. But if there's something else that's hitting on you and dinging with you, then go to that too. Turn to the stories or quotes you find inspiring and find a mentor who empowers you. You can also work with someone like myself who can help you clarify your plan and develop the best strategies to achieve it. And the thing is, is having a mentor, they can also hold you accountable for making sure that you achieve those goals and also help you along the ways when there might be some pitfalls or stumbles or some plateaus. Look, our friends are fantastic and fun. But sometimes they're not necessarily wanting to be the taskmaster that holds you to the fire because they want to just be your friend. So consider that when you're looking at um, potentially working with somebody to hold and help you get through your goals. If you can't access a mentor, identify someone you admire and study their choices. I know I've followed Tony Robbins' guide of if you want to be successful, find someone who's achieved the results you want and copy what they do and you'll achieve the same results. This is why it matters who you surround yourself with as well. You know, they say, look at the five people you surround yourself with most and that's where you become like them. So if you are surrounding yourself with people who are not having any kind of goals or aren't taking any kind of steps or actions to try new things to do differently than what they've done for the last five years, then it might be time to step up and find some other people. If you're wanting to change and shift and improve some quality of your life, if if you just want to re remain status quo, that's fine. But I can tell you what happens a lot of times is too much status quo creates stagnant energy and stagnation creates mold and mildew and just awful stuff and it starts to reflect in our personalities we become grumpy we become you know anxious and depressed and all of those things and I know those are extremes that I'm giving you but that's what happens when we aren't shaking up the tree a little bit and getting out and doing some new things. And I know the last few years have been a little challenging for folks and maybe you've been a little bit apprehensive. Maybe last year you tried and then 23, you know, kind of knocked you down a little bit or you had some little setbacks. It's okay. Get back up. This is a new year. This is a new opportunity to reevaluate some of those goals. Are, are your whys aligned with them that no matter what you're going to achieve them this year? So how do you approach these daily responsibilities? What path do you take to take this personal growth? Whether this is, and this is with regards to the people that you're following. If you're not working with a mentor who's going to help you and you're, you know, whether it be Mel Robbins maybe or uh, Brendan Burchard or Jenna Karcher, Jamie Kern Lima. I mean, there's so many people out there on social media that, you know, show up every day and deliver information, have blogs. I mean, you could get into information overload, so I'm going to caution you on do, doing that. Um, get clear on what you want. And, and if those people 
are doing or achieving the level of successes that you're wanting to do, then what are their daily habits? What do you think they're doing for their personal growth? Whether they're famous or not or close to you, use these tools and tapping into the success of others, you'll more easily develop your own path. Look, we're not creating new wheels here. We're not creating anything that hasn't already been done at some passion at some point in time. Maybe all we're doing is taking what somebody took 10 years to learn, and because they've now learned how to do it, you're doing it in five or two or six months. You're just speeding up the process for yourself. And then you hope that in turn you turn around and you teach somebody else how to do that and they do it even faster. This isn't a competition here. This is what do you want for your life? What do you want to achieve? What do you want to grow into? Number five, make sure you're in alignment with your personal goals. That you're not doing this for someone else. You're not trying to make somebody else happy. There's more to personal growth than setting goals and then working hard to achieve them. Many of us suffer from inner conflicts that lead to self-sabotage. This is where I identify the inner critic who is there, who trips us up and causes us to doubt ourselves and lack confidence and imposter syndrome and all of those things. We must first unlock those conflicts and get ourselves into alignment before we can take the next step towards our personal growth plan. This is where confronting and clearing limiting beliefs come in. And once you're aligned, you will Find yourself taking action that leads to success. You'll focus on what you really want and know deep down that you deserve to have the personal growth and success life you are striving towards. I give this example often with my clients trying to understand what limiting beliefs are. So to give us a visual, limiting beliefs are like looking through a tennis racket. You can see what's on the other side of the tennis racket, but you're limited because of the little squares in the tennis racket. You're not seeing the whole picture. Those little squares, the 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 little pieces that are missing because of the wiring on the tennis racket, those are the limiting beliefs. They don't let you see the whole picture. And so when we don't see the whole picture on something, then we fill it in with blanks. And usually those blanks are negative self-talk or doubt or judgments or anything like that. Once you remove the webbing from the inside of a racket, you got a clear view. So that's what I mean when we talk about clearing up limiting beliefs. Imagine being able to to remove some of that webbing or wiring then like in the tennis racket example I just gave you and being able to see clearly what your path is where you want to go what you want to do what you want to achieve it's amazing number six write it all down keeping track of your personal growth plan in your head it's difficult it's easy to make little changes and adjustments that keep you from achieving your goals When you write it down, you have visual proof of your original plan. And 
You can reread it as many times as you need to. Writing down your plan and tracking your progress also helps you increase focus and limits distractions. It also gives you an opportunity to evaluate what's working and what's not working and what can I tweak. The world can be a noisy place and it's very easy for your mind to fill with chatter. Having a written plan turns down that noise and brings you back to center. What I don't want you to do though is get all sidetracked into making this some elaborate plan that keeps you from actually taking action towards that which you want to experience and achieve. And as a side note, if you're feeling it needs to be perfectly designed before you take action, then I'm going to encourage you to work through the limiting belief of perfectionism because perfect doesn't exist, but it certainly does stop us dead in our tracks. Number seven, celebrate your success. Don't wait until you accomplish all your goals to celebrate. When you make progress on any part of your personal goal plan, take time to recognize it. And you can perform little acts of self-care like getting a massage or treating yourself to some uninterrupted time with your favorite activities. Increase your enjoyment of the celebration by sharing it with someone else who is aware of your personal growth journey. This increases connections and makes your progress that much more rewarding. There's just something about having that experience with someone and also having them bear witness to it. It feels amazing. And although the road to change feels sometimes long at the onset, as you keep track of your personal growth over time, you'll be inspired to continue. You'll actually see that you're making progress if you're tracking it. Celebrate small milestones in your personal growth journey. And don't let yourself become discouraged if you reach a hiccup in their plan. Because let's be honest, hiccups happen. It's part of life. The key is not to get caught up in the hiccup. For in so doing, we tend to beat ourselves up or quit because of that nagging voice inside our head telling us nonsense like, I'm not good enough. See, it doesn't work for me. Or I'm too old to change. Or any other garbage talk that we've all either said or heard inside of our head. Maybe that's part of your personal growth plan, clearing up the way you think and talk to yourself. Number eight, follow through and hold yourself accountable. Keep yourself accountable to your personal growth goals by regularly updating a close friend or a family member on your progress. You can also work with me or other professionals that would help you be an accountability partner with you and keep you on track and help you modify your plan if necessary. Again, sometimes you get so close to the situation that you can't see the forest through the trees, as they say. And having, again, an outsider who's neutral can help pull you back so you can see a bigger picture and perhaps a way to reevaluate, shift, change, pivot, whatever the words are, to get you dialed in and going back down the road again towards your 
goals and achieving this. This allows you to go on the journey with someone else and it also provides support and encouragement. You know, when you're feeling high and you're feeling really good and you're feeling excited and motivated, it may not seem like it's that important to have those things. But I'm telling you, when you hit the middle, the middle is where you need the support. That's where you need the encouragement. That's where that motivation, that willpower, as you would say, starts to wane. And that's where the danger zone starts. It's easy to want to give up. It's easy to say it's not working. It's easy to find all reasons why now's not the time to do it. And that's all the reason why you need support system in your corner to help you push through that to get to where you want to go. Because I'm telling you, you will feel so much better once you reach that goal. It just made me think of an example of, you know, some days you don't feel like going to the gym if you're a gym person. I I am. And so there's some days I just don't feel like it. And truth be told, there's been times I've sat outside the gym in my car talking to my friend on the phone and then just never went in and turned around and left. And I thought, that's <laughs> you've reached a sad day when you <laughs> drive all the way to the gym just to sit in the parking lot and never go in. You know, temporarily or momentarily, you're like, oh, I feel better that I didn't go because maybe I was tired or whatever. You got that instant relief of, oh, I didn't have to, I didn't go, you know, I'm a grown up, I don't have to do what I don't want to do kind of thing. But then what happens later is maybe you don't sleep as well that night, or maybe your brain doesn't shut off because I use it for my mind. I, I love the gym for being able to clear my head. Or then that little inner critic inside your head's like, yeah, see, you don't ever have to go to the gym again. You don't need to do that. But then I start having all these other issues, right? I start feeling sluggish. I feel fatigued. I don't sleep as great at night and having upset stomach. All of that nonsense that goes with not taking care of yourself. That's part of why you stick to your plan and you stick to your goals. It's you got to be honest and truthful with yourself. And no cheating on yourself. Maybe that's part of your personal growth is no cheating on yourself. People don't like cheaters and they don't like liars. And yet we cheat and lie to ourselves all the time. Maybe this is the year where you decide that you're not going to do that anymore. Put you as a priority. Make you feel valuable. Make you feel like you're worthy and deserving of showing up for and having what it is that you're wanting to do. I know that you are. I need you to know that you are. Maybe that's the plan for you. As we begin to wrap up this week's episode, I want to remind you that everyone has the power to change their lives for the better. Whether you seek further fulfillment in your personal or professional life, the first step is deciding you're ready to commit to a personal growth and development plan. With this growth plan, you'll never have to compare yourself to others again. This will then lead to clarifying your true reason 
for wanting to change, seeking out the best tools to get you there and keeping you tracking and on point with your progress along the way. Here's what I know. If you do what you've always done, you'll get what you've always gotten. Start making changes in your life today and before you know it, you'll start seeing the results you've always wanted. I hope that you found this helpful and if there's other topics that you would like me to speak on or teach on, then I'm happy to do that. Just need you to get in touch with me and let me know what that is so I can make that happen for you. I encourage you if you're needing some help and you're looking for maybe a coach to help you work on your personal growth plan this year to get in touch with me. I'm going to tell you ways that you can do that and get in touch with me. Um, I'm also going to encourage you to share and follow this podcast for two reasons. One, following it, you'll get updated as to when a new episode drops every week. Sharing it is giving someone else the opportunity to maybe just be the thing that they need to hear and help them get through their week. And what a great gift that you would be doing to give that to them. All right, so as promised, here's some ways that you can connect and or schedule an appointment with me. I'm on Instagram at Ask Dr. Kelly Ray. Kelly Ray is spelled K-E-L-L-Y-R-A-E. I'm at Facebook at Dr. Kelly Ray B, B as in boy. I'm on TikTok at Dr. Kelly Ray. My website is drkellyray.com. And my email is drkellyray at gmail.com. Until next week, please know I send you so much 